0: Welcome to episode 132 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the people. The creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, we talked to Scott Weaver. And Scott has an exhibit up at the Exploratorium. And well, you kinda gotta hear it to really understand it. But essentially, it is a outline or a sculpture of the city of San Francisco made out of toothpicks with pathways for ping pong balls to travel through. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen and talking to Scott was very, very, very exciting. It was really cool to hear about the amazing projects that he's been involved with throughout his life. Really, really fun to talk to him. He was very willing to share. You're gonna hear about Christmas lights toothpicks and the amount of time and effort and energy that Scott put in to making these projects. Here is Scott Weaver. I would like to welcome uh, Scott Weaver to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you, Scott? Doing well. All right. We should uh, let's set the scene a little bit. It's about eight thirty uh, Pacific time on a Thursday night. Um, we uh, we had to reschedule a little bit due to sickness, but the way that um, that I found you, and and I truly mean found you, is that I, I turned a corner at the Exploratorium uh, in in San Francisco on the Embarcadero, and I saw. Something that was awe-inspiring and mind-blowing for several reasons, and what that was is a is an exhibit of yours, and I'll let you take it. Just give us like the briefest of of, of overviews, and then we'll sort of we'll <laughs> sort of break it down a little bit because there's a lot going on. But t- tell me what I saw, or tell the listeners what I saw.
1: Oh my god! For for when you turned that corner, you saw a nine foot by nine foot very whimsical, out-of-scale toothpick sculpture of San Francisco that I've spent 43 years of my life building, over 6,500 hours. But what you saw after you looked at it for a moment was that you put ping-pong balls in 15 different holes and balls roll through different pathways through San Francisco. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <You know, laughs>
0: Yeah, I've written down
1: little phrases that people have said there at the Exploratorium. They're just so many. Like kids will come up with a phrase like "Wow, wow, 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 wow." She, she said <laughs> "Wow" five times. I said, "I got to write that down."
0: Yeah, that's so a lot. Little, I think that's little like things a, like that. Yeah, it's underselling it because that's like a ten wower for sure. <laughs> um, So that's, that's amazing. Okay. So, so we've set the scene uh, a little bit, that nine foot by nine foot sculpture of some of the the highlights of the Bay Area. Is that fair to say? Like some of the highlights or or favorite things or how would you describe the, uh, the, the pieces that you've made, the sort of the highlight pieces?
1: Well, um, that's a, that's a great analogy. What you said is like kind of the highlights It started out being like seven of the the main focal points that, Almost anyone on the planet that knows San Francisco or knows of San Francisco or would something that they would recognize as being San Francisco, Coit Tower is unique. Cable cars are known to be San Francisco. Uh, Chinatown is uh, the highest populated Asian community out of the Orient. Transamerica building, one of a kind. Lombard Street, the crookedest street in the world. Um, the Golden Gate Bridge, it's a seven wonder of the world. Alcatraz is unique to San Francisco. Fisherman's Wharf, it's so well known as <laughs> the Crab Feast of San Francisco. So started out being about seven of, of San Francisco highlights, and then it just I kept on coming up with different ideas, and I had a background, then I had a, a, a biplane with the the title, pulling the title, rolling through the bay. That's the title of the sculpture. Mm-hmm. Um, then I made another cable car. I made the painted ladies, the homes, the bay bridge. I even have Humphrey the Whale, the splashing <laughs> humpback whale, splashing goodbye to us, going underneath the... Golden Gate Bridge, splashing goodbye to us, thanking us for helping him get back to his
0: pod out in the ocean. He got yeah, I, stuck in the bay. Right. Know? That's how I learned about the whale, was from your sculpture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, that is so Okay, so amazing. And I think we'll get to some of the more specific pieces within the overall piece, but you said you've been working on this for 43 years. At what point were you what At what point did the idea come to you like, I'm going to make a sculpture, but not just any sculpture. I'm going to use a specific medium, which is toothpicks. You know what? The toothpick
1: thing came when I was nine, uh-huh. uh, fourth grade. So that's what a, a, I started building these abstract sculptures. And then I put a ball on it and made a little guardrail that a ball rolled through. Mm-hmm. And uh, a teacher showed us how to build these little sculptures and I just went home and wanted to build the biggest one in class. The teacher, she was very cute. So I wanted to impress her. All the boys
0: wanted to impress her. So uh, <laughs> Right. Some people, so I, you know, some I'm people, gonna... right. They join a rock band. Other people get really into toothpick sculptures. I think you, cho- <laughs> I think you chose the right path.
1: <laughs> so I would, exactly. So I would, I would work on it here and there. And then I, and then I got away from it. And then I wasn't interested in it. I, I got other hobbies in my life. And then, uh, Came always had a love for it because it was whimsical and, and the way that any, any day I'd come home from school and build on it, it would just make a couple more turns. So it, it would give the sculpture more life when the ball is rolling through it, it. You know, my friends would come over and they'd go, what the hell are you building this ugly two-foot tall thing out of toothpicks for? You know, And they want to put a ball in it That's and changing. they realize it was kinetic. They're like, wow, I want to build one. You know, yeah. it, it came to life. So every time I worked on it, it had more life. Yeah. And that, so, that started the whole thing. And then I stopped doing it for a number of years. And then I kind of made a comment that well, the ball going back and forth kind of looks like Lombard Street. I'll think I'll make a cable car at the top. That right there uh-huh. is what started San, the San Francisco theme. And be, because five generations of my family are from San Francisco, uh-huh.
0: that kind of helped that matter, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So So let's take it back again, like just to that – that first time when you put a ball in did you did you have a plan or are you able like do you have the gift where you can like see where things need to go and how things need to work or are you like do you have to draw it out first that's so that's so important that that's
1: what i try to convey to kids in fact i'm doing another school here in a couple weeks i always try to convey that there's no rules mm-hmm. i've never drawn in the 43 years, this sculpture has about 6,500 hours. Mm-hmm. I've never drawn it. I've never drawn how the how the paths are going to go. So I'm basically drawing with the toothpicks.
0: Uh-huh. And I am
1: very visual as far as I could kind of visualize, okay, for the ball to get to here, and it's got to go three feet higher over to the Palace of Fine Arts, how am I going to get the ball there? I just kind of know that it, it, as long as there's some gravity, a little bit of fall in the pathway Mm -hmm. it'll be fine so I try to govern it it's all just I could change it on a day's notice so I could just change it as I'm building I could I could change my mind and cut it out and and redo something so that's my medium is very forgiving as far as if I change my mind if you fire clay you're done right
0: (laughs) (laughs) right 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 (laughs) um so I think when, when we were there and, and when we when me met, um, you were doing some repair work. Um, how, how much of your time now is spent just keeping up the, the sculpture?
1: Um, the fun part is that um, there's, no, there's not too much damage. The, the good part is that there's not too much damage in it as long as people don't hit things. So when I get there, sometimes I'll notice things that have been hit by some of the people that work at the Exploratorium, Um, and I tell them just try and put something to the side if you hit it with your elbow or what have you. Um, As long as you don't touch something, that glue, there's some glue points there, and I I rub it with my hand. I show uh, the public Mm -hmm. that some of those, most of the glue points, probably 99% of those glue points have never come undone. In the forty-three years, oh my gosh, wow, and and so that's you'd see the older toothpicks at the bottom that are really getting darker brown, <laughs>
0: uh-huh. but
1: um, they hold as long yeah. as they're not hit or touched or hit by something, they'll they'll hold, and and uh, I'm very confident with its traveling abilities. Wow, um, it's it's a strong sculpture.
0: Yeah, so it started at the Sonoma County Fair, right? The the sculpture. Or that was the original um, exposition. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but and then it was moved to the Exploratorium. Yeah. Any other stops in in that? that oh line? yeah, yeah. Um, I've um,
1: because I kind of uh, because it has so many different moods in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. There's been changes in it, so there's some structures that are kind of hidden in the sculpture that are kind of. Bizarre that people can't really see unless I point them out. Uh-huh. So I kind of thought that well, it might not be accepted as fine art. But to my <laughs> um, to my my delight, uh, when I called the, the Sonoma County Fair, they were really happy to have it come there and ended up getting Best of Show. Awesome. Um, and then it, because of that, it goes it automatically gets accepted to the state fair from any county fair if you're uh, best of show. So I got it there, and then it got on Fox TV and the news, and then it went on um, the front search engine of Yahoo, Uh those little tiny windows. So every 10 seconds, there'll be a picture change. All of a sudden, I was on there for three days because I was a news story, Uh and it went viral for... And Good Morning America, Discovery Channel, National Geographic, Conan O'Brien teased me on his monologue. Oh, no. um, he did. He did. It was just <laughs> inc- incredible. I mean, yeah. for, and so that's turned into years long of news stories, you know, all over the globe um, because of toothpicks and Elmer's glue. It's crazy. Yeah. So because of the. Um, Karen Wilkinson, there at the uh, Exploratorium, she Mm -hmm. saw me and and asked if I would be considered or if I would consider showing it at the Palace of Fine Arts. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And that worked out. And then Mm -hmm. um, they were moving. So I had to, um, she told me of a museum in Baltimore, the American Visionary Art Museum. So they Uh leased it for a year out in the East Coast. So I had to drive it. I drove that sculpture five days to the East
0: Coast. Oh, my gosh. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that had to be a pretty nerve-wracking drive, I have to say. Yes, 3,000 yeah. miles and the East Coast
1: is known to have more trains than the West Coast. Yeah, it's true. So we had we definitely had uh a lot of uh, bumpy, you know, bumpy yeah. uh, intersections and stuff Oof. and I was just like, "Oh my god, but yeah. I got it there." Yeah. I took it out and the ball in front of everyone there, the ball worked 100%. I was so
0: happy. That's so cool. That is so cool. Wow. That's an amazing story. I'm really glad that you made it all the way there. Oh my yeah. And then they flew us back. And then uh-huh. I, they
1: uh, flew us back there again a year later. And I drove it back with my brother. Um, so I took a friend of mine the first time. And then my uh-huh. brother, the second time, five days of driving across the country. So I'm, I'm pretty confident with it going anywhere yeah. on the planet
0: now. Yeah. that'll that'll definitely set you up to be like, this can go. This can go anywhere. Um, yeah. So – Forty three. One thing that's really interesting to me about your work with this is that you've been working on it for forty three years. You would leave it, you would come back to it. I think that there is a really good lesson there for kids, um, and I think that the the you know I'm going to ask you eventually, like what advice would you have for someone trying to start a project, whatever that project might be. But I think that there's something very cool about the fact that this is something that you consistently came back to. Like this wasn't a fad for you. This was like, okay, I put in some time on this. I'm going to go check this thing out over here, but I'm going to come back to it. What do you think it was that kept drawing you back? Wow. That's uh, that's really huge in
1: my heart, what you just said. Because I always had a dream as a little boy. I said, you know what? I'm going to build the largest one in the world. But, you know, it was kind of like a little tiny fantasy dream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it would turn into. Um, I wanted to build the largest one in the world, but but there was something about toothpicks and Omer's glue and a ping pong ball that drove me because no one does it. Right. And the fact that it was kinetic, just it was like it made it special. When people saw it, I saw the wonder in their eyes, and so I had a love for it. But I didn't have time because my technique, believe it or not, there's other toothpick artists. That build uh-huh. these things, but not with kinetic aspect, so for me to build that sculpture sixty five hundred hours is not a you know you can't it's hard to find an hour for yourself when you get home from work you know right yeah definitely. get alone sixty five hundred so and it, it it's pretty trying on your mind to to design things in my head or whatever without drawing them out mm-hmm. so the reason like for what you said is that as I grew older, I had to move out. I had to get a job, but I always had a love for it in the back of my head. And I'm like, I want to work on that thing. You know, I want to get back to it, but I had to make a living, but I always had that dream. So for me, I knew that I would probably work on it at some point. And I, I always tell kids, if you have a dream and it's something that you enjoy doing, you know, stick with it, try and, you know, believe in yourself. I didn't believe in myself a lot of my life, mm-hmm. and uh, that turned around. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I believe I have more confidence now than I've ever had, and mm-hmm. it's it's part of uh, of living a living a good life. I I've, I've been sober 19 years, mm-hmm. and um, I think I, I probably wouldn't have finished it if I was still drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, my life has just completely changed. But uh, toothpicks has always been a love. I love to get kids interested in it.
0: It's it's just really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's fascinating to anyone. You know, um, you sometimes you think you've seen it all, right? Like that day I went to the Exploratorium with my family. I was like, oh my kids, oh they're everywhere. I've seen it all. Like we've been to the you know like a, a children's museum before, and then to walk into something. And to hear even more of the story behind it now, which was the the piece of art that you've created, and the time that you've put into it, and the heart and soul that you've put into it, just ma- it just means even more. You know, so many times we we see art and we sort of, you know, I, I attach a value to it, right? I'm looking at my kids' Thanksgiving turkey. I'm like, well, that's a very nice Thanksgiving turkey. Like, thank <laughs> you for. But like to hear to hear from you, someone that I've met that. Um, and to hear the story behind it, it 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 gives it such a different feel of authenticity and realness and like what you've done with it and like the amount of elmer's glue i can only imagine and like the amount of toothpicks and and the frustrating times and like just to hear Here's it from it. a real person is it's so profound it's so cool so um thank you for uh thanks for, thanks for sharing that um but that's not all that we should know about you is it there's a, there's no, something well, else. well,
1: going back on what, on what you were just saying is that that's what really warms. I get people there that are hanging out with me for 45 minutes sometimes uh-huh. because once I start telling the whole story, because the, there's five tours that go through that sculpture, right? There's five different, you know, main tours, even though there's 15 entry points and the ball ends in three spots. There's different ways where there's intersections where they go off. They go down Lombard Street through Chinatown, across the Golden Gate Bridge, behind Alcatraz. But when they hear the stories, like you were just saying, that, that the heart and soul, the fact that the times of, of my mother, myself, my wife, and my son are on the ferry building clock tower. Mm-hmm. You know, I took time to research and call my mother-in-law and find out she had to you know get back to me to find out what time my wife was born. Uh You know, I've always known her, the day she was born.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but the actual time, right.
1: And I had to find out the day, time my mother was born, my father was born, because my mom had already passed, and my father had already passed. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandmother's house, 518 12th Avenue, between Ann's and Balboa, five generations of our family celebrated the holidays or any meaningful birthday in that house. So that house is right there in the center of the sculpture. Yeah. Wow. So, I, so that's the part that people love to hear those stories. In fact, we're going to try and put together something because when I talk about those stories, it'll take a while. That, and they said, you've got to write a book and make this available in case I pass, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the things my son doesn't even know. My wife doesn't even know. So right. and that's what makes people love it. And that's why Karen... Wilkinson and Mike Petridge from the Exploratorium were so interested in having my piece there. It's not only, you know, you think of, of the Exploratorium, science and engineering. My sculpture has science, engineering, technology, it has art, it mm-hmm. has mathematics. There's that thing called STEAM, science, right. technology, engineering, art, mathematics.
0: Yeah, you got it all.
1: But it has heart, too. Right. You know, it has my heart in it. That sculpture is... I've done some other pretty big things in my life, but that sculpture is one of a kind, and no one, for some reason, I've we have not been able to find anyone else that makes toothpick sculptures
0: <laughs> with ping pong balls. <laughs> right, right, and, <laughs> yeah, and the love you have for your city, like that's and the, yes, especially. I mean, we don't need to dive too deep into this, but the 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 Bay Area is changing rapidly, right? We we know yeah. that because of the technology because of silicon valley because of the the, the yeah. just the the wealth and well I, I think for the um like you you have you it is essentially like a working almost time capsule i, I don't want to like get too too in the weeds on it but like yeah you know, you're talking about these tours and the tour goes down lombard street and, and like the humphrey the whale thing like i didn't know about that like that's an important piece of of Bay Area history, and I I watched the the, the video. There's a video on the uh, Exploratorium site, I believe, and um, it's it's just like it's it's so cool. And this is your city, <laughs> and you love and you love your city, and you you've it's made this amazing piece that has history behind it too. So just like yeah. so many so many layers, so many layers. It's great. That's that's the fun part of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, go ahead.
1: So And now I'm working on the Salesforce Tower to install in a few months. Oh, yeah? So you keep posted. It'll be there.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> speaking, yeah. of, speaking of how the city has changed. Um, exactly. Right. Um, so if we shifted gears a little bit, you, you, you have a nine foot by nine foot unbelievable toothpick uh, sculpture of the city of San Francisco. But if people were to to keep looking and keep sort of researching you and what you do, they would find out something that is also fascinating. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about your – well, why don't you describe it? This is the, the Christmas lights that you would put up in yeah. your house.
1: Yeah, Weaver's Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Tw- 23 years ago or 24 years ago, I started putting Christmas lights out, and I thought, you know, I'm an artist. I could draw – I could draw stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and there was a guy in Marinwood that made stuff. And I'm like, if I ever own a house, I'd love to do that. But little did I know that I would use my crazy imagination and come up with this. Uh, you know, I started making a, a snowman and a couple candy canes, uh-huh. uh, 200 candy canes later. <laughs> oh, and, <my> gosh. <laughs> and 23 houses with Christmas characters and I, I built a castle on my house, framed oh. this castle to my house, Wow. 50, 57 feet long, 28 feet tall, rotating Nutcrackers and Angels in the five turrets, or in three of the turrets. Yeah. Um, a, a scene in the garage, um, thousands and thousands of lights. But the thing is, is that it's all handmade and one of a kind. No all one is... Right. The, the TV show the Great Christmas Light Fight that's on ABC every year approached me. I wouldn't have even entered the contest, yet alone win it. Uh-huh. You know, I, I ended up winning the contest, is, and it uh, it was it was really fun. But I put my lot of I put thousands and thousands of hours into that. It's in itself. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. So I'm a, I've always been a motivated person. I always love blowing minds. I always love making kids happy. Or, and or people happy. i am always been a people pleaser, trying to make people smile. And that started and just started snowballing. <laughs> Not to sound funny, but right, right. it just started snowballing. And then I'm like, i got to keep going. i got to keep going. Unfortunately, two years, I had some uh, health issues, and I stopped it. Last year was the first year I hadn't done it. Uh-huh. And um, so this friend of mine that's been helping me for 10 years, and I helped him get started. He started making things. And um, I gave him my castle, and he had his own castle. So his place is
0: gangbusters now. <laughs> wow. And uh, is, is this also in the sort of the Santa Rosa, Roner Park area? It is. Yeah, it's uh-huh. two blocks from my house. So anyone
1: that wanted to find it, my house is Cielo Circle.
0: Uh-huh. But Circle
1: Drive, 7333 Circle Drive in Roner Park, they can... They could go see it next holiday season. I'll be helping him. But it was literally four and a half months out of my life every year. And um, due to some health issues and some, uh, you know, things going on around the house here that I've been letting go, I I needed to get back on to my life. Uh Because I would think about it eight months a year. I'd be, okay, i got to start in in September. i got to start getting ready to start cutting because everything is hand-cut, hand-drawn, painted. The caricatures, even John Lasseter from um, Disney. He's the CCO of Disney Pixar. He came to my house. He yeah. called me up and said, Scott Weaver, you know, I heard about your house. I can't wait to come see it. And it was like what?
0: <laughs> so it was like,
1: and he's the anim- he It's like it's like if I, if I was a good basketball player and Michael Jordan called me up, and said, "Hey, Scott, let's go shoot some balls," you yeah, know? Yeah, right, right, He's The top one of the top animators on the planet calling me up saying, "Hey, let me see I your like stuff." I like your work.
0: Yeah, gosh, you that's know? so that's
1: so validating. Like that's so cool. Um, that's what you know. What it's it's so funny because. All the things I did and dreamed of as a kid Uh hit me in the face tenfold. I wish my mom was still around to be able to see what happened within that year. Because um, not only with the Christmas house, but also with the toothpicks. Uh When in your life, for for little Scotty Weaver to be on Good Morning America twice in one year for two different things? (laughs) That's
0: unbelievable. That's
1: that's
0: unheard of. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: and and that's turned into other news stories. That um, you know, it's just it, it's because it's because I I'm doing wh- I'm doing what I do and not worrying about trying to impress people to be like somebody else to impress people. Right. I'm, I'm doing even though I was insecure about the toothpicks because I thought because you know, my friends used to teach oh you, you stay at home. They're gonna go out to the bars and you know, go right. dance or whatever. I was gonna stay home and work on my toothpick sculpture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Hey, well
0: you made the right choice for you. I did, and I yeah. little
1: did I know that all those guys that you know they're still my friends, even back from you know college days yeah. they're still my friends they kept contacting me, man, I was just on the internet, and all of a sudden your face pops up and <laughs> there's a story about you on some <laughs> you know vimeo, all these you know websites blogs and yeah uh, yahoo and good you know it's just t- it took off yeah, and, and now now i'm getting um I'm getting paid to you know, show it at the Exploratorium. I've had offers to bring it to London, to
0: Hong Kong, to wow. all over the world. So, so cool. who knows what tomorrow brings? Yeah, who knows? And the lesson is, like, if you love to do something, then do it, and don't give yeah, up, on, don't, it. Don't give up don't, on it. Don't and don't and don't and don't
1: feel insecure about it because that's what I did. I felt yeah. like, you know, what am I going to do with this? You know, but you know what? It was a dream because. Even, even, even like last weekend when I was there, I, you know, people ask mm-hmm. why toothpicks, and I say because it's such a small, weak household item that no one, that people take for granted. And most people floss now; they don't even use toothpicks. Some people don't even. Some people, some stores don't even carry flat toothpicks anymore. They just carry the round ones that they use for hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. So I buy them in bulk. I gotta say, you know, I don't want people discontinuing my product. Oh my gosh, so, that would be awful. I know. I know. <laughs> could you imagine? Jeez. What am I gonna do? All right. Think about that um, when you're making these decisions, folks. Come on. <laughs> but the but the thing is, is something so small that we take for granted could turn into something so large and be. As strong as it is, I mean, I could obviously break it, or my dog's tail can ruin things sometimes. Like yeah. We call it dog, dogzilla. <laughs> um, took out half a Ghirardelli Square, but um, but they, as long as you do arches. And triangles, uh-huh. and keep framing. It's not just about the highlights of the, you know, the Palace of Fine Arts and the Golden Gate Bridge. It's about taking days or weeks and working on the engineering of the structure of it, right? Yes, and yeah. keep, and making sure there's room for pathways and mm-hmm.
0: stuff. I have a strong, so it, a strong
1: foundation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key right there, yeah. and and it still gives brings me a lot of joy. Well, I still enjoy the, yeah. the the meditation of it.
0: That's that's the you best know. part, in a way. You're still doing it. Yeah. You know?
1: I, I could sit and do it in the, in the living room for hours, and all of a sudden time will go by. And um I figured I've probably saved about one point two million dollars in psychotherapy by building <laughs> <two> sculptures. <laughs> the, the hidden benefits, right? The hidden benefits. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
0: So, so <laughs> Scott, when can we if we're in the Bay Area or we're traveling to the Bay Area and we want and you know, the exploratorium is high on the list of things that people should do, when uh, when are you there so we can so so folks can can talk to you and meet you? Um
1: I'm usually there on Sundays, Mm -hmm. but my only problem is I'm only there two days a month. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really on a schedule, and I wish I was. In fact, I'm going to talk to them. Now that you've said that, Mm -hmm. I I should probably schedule it so I'm there like every other Sunday because sometimes I'll go for two Sundays and not be there, and then I'll make up a day. There's also a thing called uh, After Dark where on Thursdays they close at 5 and they reopen at 6. Uh-huh um, for adults and huh. um, they serve wine and hors d'oeuvres or what have you. Interesting. Uh, or they might've changed that. They might've just made it open all the whole time, even for younger people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll, check into that. So there's no real schedule that I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are explainers there that I've taught how to roll the balls down. They're trying to get it on a schedule where there's someone in there all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, Interesting. Well, I'm glad I caught you one of the days that you were there, or, or we wouldn't be having yeah. this talk. This is amazing. And
1: that, you know what? And that's what people say to me every time and They're like, "Wow, you here every day?" You know, and I'm like, "No." And then they say that, which is really gratifying, and you know, know that they appreciate that they that I was there. You know, yeah. and that's why. You know, that's why I've never, in the whole time of building it, I never thought. You know what? I'm going to finish this thing and try and sell it. Right. You know. There's some people that make you know twenty thousand dollars on a painting that took them about six hours, you <laughs> know uh, based
0: based on your life story, that is so unfair <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and I know because I'll make a little tiny fishing boat that'll take me like four days, and I feel guilty trying <laughs> to charge them. If I charge them ten bucks an hour, yeah, you know. Yeah, if I, if, below minimum wage, I'd only still only make like three hundred bucks oh, on something that took multiple days to make. Yeah. So my technique has never been one that I've ever thought of being as lucrative. That I just built it for the pure fun of blowing people's minds of what can be made out of toothpicks. Yeah, and now I'm making a little bit of money, you know, showing it, but it's never been for sale, and I've never thought I'm going to try and sell that thing when I'm done. I've had some offers from some millionaires, uh-huh. but nothing that would be, you know, to me like like you were saying earlier that it's such a personal, you know, it has yeah. so much, you know, meaning and heart behind it. That's why it's not for sale, right? It's if someone came it's my story, yeah. and it's if someone came up to me and said, "Here's two hundred thousand dollars," and yeah. showed you know put it in front of my nose, it's hard to turn something like that down. Sure, hundred thousand would be hard as well, but I probably would turn that down because I'm not doing that bad right now. Yeah. But, um, it's great. It's not, it's not something that's for sale. It's part of my life until, mm-hmm. and I need to get my son there a little more to get, you know, knowledge of all the pathways again, because if I go, he's, He's in charge. <laughs>
0: He's, yeah, right. Um, here, here you go. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, are you on Facebook? Are you? Do you have a website? I am on Facebook. Okay, great. So we should find you on Facebook. Just type in your name, kind of thing. Scott Weaver. Yeah, great. And you can
1: punch in, and you can punch in "Rolling Through the Bay" on Google Images, mm-hmm. and and it it shows a bunch of different close-ups of a lot of the different features in the city mm-hmm. it also shows my glasses i made a, a miniature ver- version with uh, <laughs> 1.75 reading glasses that go on my head and at uh over 1300 pieces of toothpick 59 hours of work and there's a little ball bearing that rolls uh, on the bay bridge underneath the cable car the Coit tower um building palace of fine arts and uh and it rolls right by the Ferry Building. It has the time I was born, my mom, my wife, my son, and then it goes down to the Golden Gate Bridge and ends at Vista Point. A little tiny ball bearing. Wow, jeez, it's nuts! You could you could see that on the Exploratorium website. There's a video, or you could see it on Google Images.
0: Uh huh. But my recommendation um, to, is to go see it in person. You got to. Yeah, to, you can't. Yeah, to, to fully un. Yeah, Right, five refrigerators the size of five
1: refrigerators. <laughs> oh, oh my god, you know, <laughs> yeah, three it's true. Ne- yeah, or next to each other and two on their
0: side. A yeah, that's oh, it's unbelievable. Well, uh, Scott, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story and your passion for what you do. And it, it is so inspiring that you're still so into it, you still yeah, love yeah. to do it. And I think that that is an amazing, amazing piece that just ties the whole thing together so nicely so thank you for your time and uh we'll see you soon you got it thank you so much big thanks to scott and be sure to check out this exhibit it's passion it's years it's glue it's toothpicks it's the it's one man's soul and the story of his city in a way that you may have never seen someone express their their artistry pretty cool pretty amazing so big thanks to scott and you should find him and check him out and uh there will be some i'll I'll put up a link or two to some some articles on on the website where you can see what we're talking about you can't really understand it until you see it in person and then you put that with what scott said and i want to thank scott for being as open and honest as he was throughout our conversation and uh yeah, so now let's uh, let's call our sports correspondent, Zachy, over. The NBA Finals are going to start on Thursday, which is the day after tomorrow. It is the Golden State Warriors versus Cleveland Cavaliers. Sports correspondent, Zachy, come over here. He's making his way over here. Okay, Zachy, say hello to your fans. Hello, my fans. Okay, now who's going to win the NBA Finals? Well, it's actually a big one. I think the Warriors will win because midseason – the Cavaliers released Dwayne Wade, and they also traded away Isaiah Thomas for Larry Nance Jr. and and Isaiah Thomas wasn't a big part, but neither's Lance Nance. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I think the Warriors are gonna win because they j- just have more firepower. Okay, how, what's That's the score? Is it, it gonna be how many games to how many games? Uh, that, I think it might be four to two. Warriors win. Four to two, and who's gonna be the MVP? Uh, Maybe Draymond, maybe Clay. Maybe Draymond, maybe Clay, maybe Steph, maybe KD. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so one of the Warrior stars. All right. Well, thank you, sports correspondent Zachy. Thanks everyone for listening. If you need to reach me, Mike at GoodStuffPod dot com is my email address. The at symbol GoodStuffPod for all of your social media needs. You can find me there, and I will respond. I will reply. If you wanted to take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, you would be my best friend. All right. You're already my best friend. You don't need to do that to be my best friend. You already are. So thanks for listening. Thanks again to Scott and check him out and find his amazing artwork. Look at a picture and then come see it live here in San Francisco. Talk to you soon. Good Good
1: stuff.